Are you guys enjoying hearing what people are thankful to God for? Yes. Has that been a good experience? Yes. It really should be. It's part of us really together thanking God for who he's made us, how he's brought us together. Um, Judy is going to share. I want to thank God for recently filling me with thankfulness so that it's been quite hard to narrow down to one minute what I'm thankful for because there's so much. I want to thank God for his amazing grace and unfailing love that we've been singing about this morning that I know that that's really true and that he died on the cross for me so that I could be set free. Um, I want to thank him for always being there and not closing the door to me when I firmly close the door on him. I want to thank him that he gave me a frustration that um, caused me to search and that in that searching he came and found me. I want to thank him for setting me free and I particularly want to thank him for making me one person all the time that I can live free from fear and rejection and living a double life. I want to thank him that he made me feel clean and new and special and loved and that he continues to make me feel like his daughter. Um, I want to thank him for bringing me here. I can see very clearly the way he guided my steps for Avril answering an email from someone she'd never heard of, asking if I could come to the meeting and for offering to come and collect me at Goodmay Station and for her parents on the first day offering for me to go and stay with them because I cried in the meeting <laughs> and for um, Martin and Debbie having me back for lunch and making me feel like I, it was important that I'd come and that, that they cared about me and that gave me a place to come when my accommodation fell through. I want to thank them for taking me into their family and showing me some of the, um, the ways that this was an expression of, of God's kingdom and that this was actually God bringing me somewhere that I could live in the reality of some of the things that appealed to me about Christianity as a concept. So this is, for me, over the last 13 years that I've been here, God showed me what it means to walk and to be on a journey and to sacrifice and to love and be loved. And I just think this is God's provision for me. You are God's provision for me. And this church, for me, is the answer to that frustration, that hunger that I had all my life. And I don't want to forget what it means for me to be here, that this is where God has placed me. And in that as well, um, I remember when I fought for my visa to stay, and I want to thank God for that visa because the Home Office did not want me to stay. Um, and then through that process, just as that visa was released, falling in love with Nath, and one of the things I remember asking God for when I was young was that I would have a marriage that had romantic love as well as love and commitment. And just now coming up to 10 years the other day, just hit again by a fresh revelation of your provision in him and how he is, he is all that I needed. He's an anchor for me and he's, he's reliable and he's calm and all of the things that I need as part of my joining with you, he is the cherry on the top. So <laughs> I want to thank God for that. I've lost my notes now. <laughs> and I really, I really want to thank God. This, I don't want to get into naming people because you're too many. But um, there was a period where we didn't think we were going to have children. And there were some of you that grieved very personally with us through that. And then when we lost a baby, some of you that were there for us through that, 
and just being with me. I remember one night, I think Lucy was out for dinner, and I rang her, and she just came and sat with me all night, and there wasn't anything she could say. There wasn't anything we could do, but she was just there. And then the joy, some of my friends who, when we told them we were having a baby, just that joy. And then when Caleb was born, I had a really hard time with feeding him. And again, people who just came and just sat and just encouraged and loved us. And again, I think Lucy was out for dinner one night and I rang her and God's word through her that brought peace and that brought, she said to me, who's spoken to you today? Because you believed a lie. And we just came back to what God had said and that I did have milk and I was going to be okay and Kaylee was going to be okay. And I just want to thank God again. This is his provision for me and it is you and that is what is that is what our children are part of. That is their family, extended family. Um, and that's my natural family as well now. Um, not only the family that I'm part of, my family here, but also my mum and dad, when they come, that you make them feel as much part of this family and that they have seen an expression of church and community and God's love here that I don't think they have seen elsewhere and that they feel as joined here and that I'm able to say honestly to them, this person asked after you, that person asked after you, this person after you, and that that, I can tell, really blesses them a lot. Um, And I also just want to thank God that he's still teaching me, he's still showing me where I need to be more submitted, where I need to be less selfish, where I need to grow, and, and that through that, you are part of that, you're challenging me, you're loving me, and that he, he's teaching me new ways to pray, and I particularly want to thank him last Christmas when I prayed in a new way, and, and I really saw him answer my prayers, and I really want to thank him for that. Does help us realise what we're here benefiting from, doesn't it? I wonder how how we respond to these things. I'm not going to ask. I'm just going to wonder. But what does it do in your head? Does it make you more thankful? Does it excite you more in worship? Does it make you want to share what we have more? Just reflect on that. What's my what's my response to this as we hear more and more? Where's Hannah gone? Oh, there, Hannah. Um, I kind of want to follow on a bit from what Judy said and also copy Avril from last week um, as a good person to follow. Um, and I really want to give thanks for church and for this church. Um, and in a couple of weeks' time, it will have been nine years since I first came here. And I'm so thankful for the process that God has brought me through in the coming here and the being here. But mostly in that he has taught me that Church isn't something that you just participate in, but it's something that he joins you into and something that you can be a living part of. And I'm so thankful that having spent a life in churches before this, you know, I've always been a part of church since being a tiny baby, that I I learned that there was so much more than I ever thought there could be. And when God first brought me here, I thought I was coming for a job and it was just a stepping stone, sort of, you come to church, it's what you do. 
Um, and I had a relationship with God, but he showed me that with so much more. And I'm so thankful that over the last nine years, as, as things have changed and progressed in my life through the good and through the bad, that this church has stood with me in that. And it's people. It's not a thing. <laughs> it's, it's people. It's a living thing. I am so thankful for um, the provision that God gave me of Dan and Heidi when I first came here. When, you know, I was, I was here, I was on my own. I didn't know anybody when I first moved here. And they didn't know me, but they took me in and they showed me what church was just by spending time with them and hanging out with them. And then as my life changed, God brought new people alongside me and different people at different phases who he had given something that is part of that living body of the church. So when I had, uh, was getting married to Richard in that pr- sort of period of time of engagement, the provision of the Tizards has, has something that we still see in our marriage now is what they built into us because it's something that God has put in them. And for that, I'm so grateful because we've got a strong marriage and a loving marriage and it's because of things they invested in us all those years ago. And as parents now... I think for so many people, parenting is, is something that you don't want to give advice because it could be rebuffed and you don't want to, just don't want to be too vulnerable in it. It's a sensitive topic. But here, it's something that I can vent all my questions to Amanda and to Millie and to Lucy and just to keep saying, what do I do? And it's something that God has put into people in this church from long before I thought of having kids. And he's given them wisdom and he's given them something to share within the community. And I'm so thankful for the investment that that has been in my life. Um, but also in the other things that I see around because it's part of something living and a family and something that's progressive. Um, and I'm also just so thankful for the, the friendships that God has put around me. I recently, um, before the summer, went back to... Um, visit the village that I grew up in and I, I met people that I'd gone to school with and um, sort of caught a glimpse of the, the life that it was there to be a young mum <laughs> and it wasn't very friendly. <laughs> there was a lot of competitiveness, there was a lot of kind of, I think, how life can be and I became so thankful that the friendships that I have here are real and are honest and there are people who will confront me because they love me they'll risk that relationship because they want to bring challenge and they want to make sure that I'm doing what God has got for me and so I'm so thankful for the people that God has put around me to be real friends to really speak into my life and to bring the next level of challenge and I'm not going to list them because I'm scared of forgetting somebody (laughs) they're all very important Um, but I'm just so deeply thankful that God had more for me than I ever thought and that I, I know that I'm not done because at each phase and each challenge that comes with my life, God's got that covered within the family that is the church. And I, I'm just thankful again and again that church is more than I ever thought it was. More and more, isn't there? Phil. I think there's so many things to draw on. I just want to pick out a few, really, from um, from different parts. Just recognizing um, how God speaks to you as a child, I think, is something that I'm really thankful for. And I remember being really young and in Lifeline and obviously having parents who demonstrated things about God stood with me in that. But I also remember other people who... Um, 
just, I guess, followed nudges. So people like Lorraine Herbert, who would just, you know, make time and give you a special gift just out of the blue. And, and that really spoke to me about being, being special and being loved and something about God's touch, that he, he really does care for you. So those, those kind of quiet things that perhaps might not be massive but can really, really share something of God's, God's heart. I'm really thankful um, that people are able to stand with us in our marriage um, who have encouraged us to resolve things and not just to sit on things. So when we come to blockages, which, you know, can happen, um, that you can just go and speak to people and you can find a a way through that strengthens rather than um, breaks um, your marriage and that they're able to challenge your thinking. There's particularly one moment when I really wanted Claire to go back to work because I thought she was just being lazy at home. And uh, we, kind of, you know, had a, had a few issues about that, really. Um, she couldn't see my point of view at all. But we, we went and spoke to John and Dawn, and there was just, you know, some questions that John asked that really sorted me out. And it's that kind of wisdom that I've just seen borne out time and time again through John, but also the way that he's really shared that with other leaders in the church and the way that that ripples through the body in really practical ways. And it's not some super spiritual thing over there, but it's how you live your life in different areas. And I'm just so thankful to God for the way that John has really brought that to this this body. That's uh, brilliant. I'm absolutely delighted the way that Lifeline has supported me in different areas of work. And that they've not seen that as just something on the side, but very much part of um, what I'm called to do. And, you know, I remember Richard Griffin sitting down with me during Doulos and just helping me think through how we can develop the workplace to reflect his principles and how team can work um, in that way. And the challenge that he brought along with Dave Jones at that time. And the way that he's led me, and I've always had people just praying with me and coming up and saying, how are you getting on? Can I pray for you for any, you know, for this and that? And that's just been super. Just so many examples of practical serving. When you look around, you know, the people who just get on and, and do things and you come to church in the morning and things are just ready for you. And I just want to thank God for all the people who week after week give up their time to serve us as a as a community so that we can come here and be together and learn more about his purpose and, and serve him. I want to thank him for the way that he lets us share in his purpose on this earth. So you think about Richard Cole and, and what he started in Sierra Leone, but the way that we've seen those guys just develop. And even when there was a period where it seemed like things were going away and, and he stirred people um, to go out there again and, and really connect and stir up their hearts and and we see what that leads to today and I'm just blown over by that. I'm really thankful for that. I'm just in awe of the people who serve our children and um, again the people in Sparklers and, and all the different groups that just they're so gentle and patient with the children and who spend time inputting and bringing things to our children that we benefit from as a family. There's just so many things there that that I want to thank God for, and also the people who have modelled hospitality to us that mean that we can learn something practical and, and share that on. There's just, there's just so many things. Yes.
Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to talk a bit about how I've been formed and mostly by family. Um, I want to thank God for his transforming power in my life, which all of you have been a part of. And it is hard to describe in words, but I'm going to try to do so. <laughs> um, I was just remembering, this is not on my notes, but I was just remembering the other day how God has put a real heart for, in me for children and how I've been in this church since I was born. And I've really grown up kind of just seeing, and as Phil said that, it reminded me, just seeing other people have a heart for children and almost... Yeah, I've just been able to kind of draw from all of that and that's really been better than any training course I could have ever gone on. And I was just remembering um, Kids Express and in the toilet the other day <laughs> when people got gunked in Good Maze Park. Yeah, just all that stuff, just amazing. But anyway, back to my notes. Um, yeah, I just want to talk about how... Um, when I, when I was, um, oh dear, um, in year five, I was diagnosed with something called ME, which is a muscle-related illness, which affects your muscles, really. Um, and when I went to secondary school, it got much worse, and it, it was related to stress as well, but um, there were times when I found it hard to even pick up my spoon to eat my cereal, um, and the doctor just said to me, oh, it's chronic, you just have to learn to deal with it, you'll have it for the rest of your life. Um, so I didn't really have much hope, I didn't really get on well at school, um, probably missed, I would say, over 50% of my schooling. Um, then I went to a PRU, and I left that with two, two GCSEs, really, because I was English and Maths, which was quite good, I think. Um, but I just want to thank God that now I'm totally healed. I'm off medication that I was on for a long time. Um, I'm much more confident, even though I'm shaking now. But, um, yeah, God's just changed me completely. Um, probably if you saw me and I stood here when I was younger, I would just look completely different. Um, I've become a teacher. I mean... <laughs> That's quite amazing. And now I'm even a manager of people at school, which, again, is crazy. Um, and, yeah, I know I have a huge family, and I just want to say thank you to some people that, obviously, God's done the things inside me, but people have been faithful to me and brought God's word to me. Um, obviously, your family, my mum's always been there for me, and she's sacrificed a lot, but... All of you have been a part of my journey in some way or other, and I can't say thank you to everyone, like, like people are saying. But um, I want to say thank you for people for making me part of their family, um, for the Dixons, for reminding me of God's word over me, even when I couldn't see it for myself. And when I was really low and down, they reminded me of that. Um, all the time um, for Nathan and Judy who have laughed and cried with me for Avril who supported and encouraged me particularly through university and just the people of this church who are over many many years 
have prayed for me really faithfully, people like Anne Garrard and Sheila, um, thank you for that. And there's many more people. Um, people just supporting me, taking me places to the hospital, to doctors. People coming around to my house when I didn't want to come out. Um, people have helped me to process my emotions, um, fears, helped me to talk through how I could respond to my family who at times were going through real times of hurt. Um, and just when I, when I was starting youth um, 18 years ago, just those youth leaders like people like Beck, Coles, um, Kate Golding, I mean, I can't say them all, but Daniel and Heidi, people that really persevered with me. I must have been a really hard case. I didn't want to speak to anyone on the phone, didn't want to come out, didn't have any friends. I just hung out with my dog, Toffee. Um, so they really persevered, but, um, yeah, that's been a part of making, helping me to become the person that I am today. And the, and the fact that I've been able to be a part of the youth leadership for, for many years as well has really stretched and challenged me, drawn me out of my comfort zone, and I've made loads of deep friendships along the years. And lastly, um, when me and Daniel were getting married, um, it's very expensive to get married, and you can pay someone to kind of organise your wedding for you, and they sort everything out, but... We decided to do it ourselves, even down to hiring cutlery. And people at work just thought I was really mad. Like, why would you do this? Um, and like, they were like, why are you not stressed? Why are you not taking time off work? But um, I was trying to explain to them that I live in this community where I didn't just have one wedding planner. I had about 10 wedding planners, all different people helping me do different things. And to people that... I suppose, live in the real world, maybe that's not something that they would... <laughs> yeah, that was really quite shocking to them, and it was a good way of me describing the place that I live in, and I just want to thank everyone that was a part of that, um, yeah, and was involved. And I was thinking the other day, when people share at the front, I really feel like a part of their story, and I hope that you all feel a part of my story, because you are. People that live in the real world. <laughs> Isn't that, isn't that a blessing? Isn't that a privilege that we don't live in the real world? I mean, we're mere aliens and strangers in this place. But what a wonderful place that we have here. Yeah. That's me holding the microphone. Um, but we don't live in the real world. We live in a different world. Sometimes it can be like a bubble. And it can feel kind of inclusive. And I think that's part of our thankfulness is, is to make sure it doesn't. It's not, in, it's not exclusive but is it inclusive and it draws others in that we share this great thing that we have with others? I'm always proud when I bring people along on a, on a Sunday morning they get to hear a little bit about the richness that exists here. PJ. 
Um, I'm really thankful to God um, for being part of this community. And I guess I started being part of this community even when I wasn't here. Um, <laughs> all those years ago when um, my father was here and we were stuck in Liberia, you guys started praying. And we began being a part of this community. Um, your prayer and just the participation in where Sierra Leone's come and where we've come, how we've come, has been amazing. We always refer to the time when you guys prayed the rebels out of the diamond mines. And could you believe it? Last week, we prayed for an increase in response to the Ebola crisis. <laughs> Look at what's happened. Look at what's happened. This is our God. This is this community. This is God causing us to move ahead. And it's such a privilege to be part of this. Um, I'm going to try and keep it together. <laughs> um, and in 2006, well, probably about 2004, 2005, I kind of really went astray, um, really lost my way. And um, my dad died in that, in that period. And it was, my mum my wasn't in the country. And it kind of looked very bleak. If I didn't, and, you know, God is good. God, we, God would have, you know, I don't know what would have happened if I wasn't to come here. Because the path that I had taken, that I'd chosen to take, was completely, completely different to where I am right now. And God was faithful. And the leadership here, John, you know, said, right, PJ's got to come over. PJ's got to come over, and lo and behold, I'm here, and God's changed my direction. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for Doulas. Now, I mentioned to, to Daniel um, a, while, a while ago that if it wasn't for Doulas, I probably would not have done lasted first year of university, because Doulas kind of changed my way of being it was where I started thinking differently. Because in secondary school, my last year of secondary school, I really didn't go to school that much. But when I came to Doulas, I was challenged. And um, I had very faithful people around me and that have, been, that have stood with me the whole time. People like Richard Griffin. The amount of headache that I've caused that man. <laughs> it's just amazing that he's that he's just he's still there and he just brings me and sits me down and and we'll just keep talking and just like I'm it's 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 just God's love and being part of this community and also God just brought me into a family you know I'd I'd grown up always been part of a family and when my dad died I, I felt okay this might mean that you know, I'm an orphan, but God just brought um, mom and dad. That they just, it, it, I don't know how that transition happened. You know, it just, I just became a part of that family. And it, when, when I was trying to explain to people, when I say mom and dad, they're like, what? 
they're what you know it, and trying <laughs> trying to juggle all of that <laughs> but it's amazing what god has god has done and just just everyone here the way people have taken an interest the way people have supported my education the way people have invested in my growth it's a testament of this community of who we are and i'm glad i'm privileged to be part of this body My turn. <clears throat> I want to thank God for friends. Friends that challenge me spiritually and physically. Great men of God. People that spend time with me. I know it's a, an arduous thing to do. Um, that think and pray for me. Um, that consider me when I'm not with them. I want to thank God for international friends and relationships. People that have come to the country, I swear, just to follow me round, just to hassle me, just to bring the word of God to me, um, that have led me in good times and bad, that have stood with us in the faith to have children, friends that have put up sheds and floored lofts with me. I want to thank God for a community that breeds faith around childbirth. I think the autocorrect's worked here somewhere. Hang on a minute. Now it's trying to airdrop. Um, oh, right, okay, yep. Korea's a really difficult word. It means so many things. I never say it right. Um, friends that have careered. Careered? Careered? Brought me key documents uh, at times of need. <laughs> That's why I struggle to read it. See, I can't spell it, I can't say it either. <laughs> Friends that I've known would be happy to motorcycle birthing notes to me at key times or passports. <laughs> kind of a yearly request I phone Anthony and say, oh, Anthony, I need this document right now. Break into my house, bring it. <laughs> Having friends that you know there's someone you can call on to do that, and um, whatever it may be, that, that emergency... Um, I want to thank God for giving me a place to serve um, for allowing me to work with him as a co-heir with Christ um, for leading me through the highs and lows for teaching me what his faithfulness means um, and for the journey that goes on and on and on that I know my journey is not complete but it's just a mere, a mere part of it and it's such a such a good God, and I thank you for all he's given me. What I want to do now, so we've, we've heard some time coming out from a, a leaders meeting that we had, where we've heard from some of the leaders, um, but this week we put the message out for some of the, the, the wider congregation to, to do some 60-minute sections. You'll notice 60 seconds. <laughs> thank you, Mike. <laughs> Thank you, my front row puppet masters. Where would I be without them today? 60 seconds. And so Lorraine um, is the first of our 60-second slots.
60 minutes. I, I, did, I stopped listening after 60 minutes. Okay, um, what am I thankful for? I'm thankful that God doesn't change, that he doesn't back off when we're really struggling, and that walking with him is better than anything else. I haven't finished. Um, for a few years, I've been really struggling, um, really wanted to move away from London. Uh, I didn't feel I had a purpose here. Um, and while I've always had friends here, for a long time I felt really quite disconnected and really just unsettled. Uh, so I got the house valued. Steve said I could do that much. Uh, I registered with Right Move. I started to do some research about uh, different areas and churches there. But I, I really knew that I needed to find God in all my unsettledness. Um, and I know many of our friends and many of you here were praying that we'd really find God together and get, uh, really hear God together as to what we should do. And in my desperation, I would often pray, God, will you break through in Steve? Will you help Steve to really hear you? Because he really needs to hear you, because he's not hearing you. Um, will you break through in him so that he can hear you about what we should do? Because I, I wasn't going to go anywhere without him. Um, but God was also speaking to me really clearly at that time about my heart, about the state of my heart, and that my heart needed to be right before him. And I was reading books, I was going to meetings, I was listening to meetings online, really growing in that sense of desperation to just hear what God was saying, um, just trying to hear him more, trying to get an answer. God, I mean, often my question was, God, where? Where is it? But actually, that became a wider hunger for him. And one night, I was watching a meeting online, and um, the guy leading the meeting said, um, this sounds a bit weird, but what I want you to do is I want you to get your mobile phone out, and uh, there, there's someone that God's put on your heart, and I want you to get your contact list and get their picture up or whatever, and we're going to pray for them because God's going to touch their lives. And as I was watching this, this live stream, um, I knew immediately who that was. At school, I'd been working with and getting to know Beth's class teacher. And um, I didn't know her that well, but I just felt that we really clicked. So I prayed for Sam. And uh, I prayed that God would really touch her. And um, my, my turmoil sort of continued. I found myself talking to God about Sam a lot after that. And our friend, my friendship with her really quickly started to, to grow. And at the same time, God was changing my heart. He was renewing my excitement about him and my appreciation of things that I'd taken for granted for a long time, like this community as one thing. Um, and I guess at that point, I wasn't so much pursuing God with my own agenda, but I was finding that the desperation to find the exit door wasn't my preoccupation anymore. Um, I was looking to see his love come through for my friend. Um, I wanted to know him more deeply. I wanted to hear him and just became really desperate to see God do things that only he could do. And it wasn't long before I remember one night just crying out to God and saying, God, more than anything else, even more than I want to move house, more than anything, I want Sam to come to know you. And I'll let her tell you the rest of the story. I'm really thankful to God for many things. I'm thankful for Steve and our fantastic girls and for the journey we're all on together. I'm thankful that our children are experiencing the reality of God in their lives in different ways. I'm thankful that God has transformed my friend's life and continues to do amazing things. 
I'm thankful for my old friends, um, and I'm thankful for the new friends that God's given me. I love feeling God's nudges and then watching what he does when we respond to them. And I thank God that he is able to bring something out of nothing. I'm thankful that wherever we are and wherever we're at, that God doesn't change and that he doesn't back off when we're really struggling. And finally, I'm thankful that knowing him and walking with him is the best thing in the world. Sam. 60 seconds. These are 60 seconds. That was perhaps a long 60 seconds. Well, you'll be really grateful, Nathan, to know that I've taken 60 seconds really literally. (laughs) Um, God, I really was hoping that I'd be one of the first ones because that's really made it harder now. Let me just find it on my phone. I'm shaking. Um, I also wrote it all down, and I'm really grateful for that right now. Okay. Um, First and foremost, I am deeply thankful for God's plan for me. Um, It is only this year that I've understood what it truly means to walk by faith and not by sight. Um, And how at peace my heart has become due to this. Primarily, my endless gratitude goes to Lorraine, um, who has listened to God a year and a half ago and, and to look out for me. Little did she know that she'd be guiding and support me through the darkest and most vulnerable months of my life. I came to want a relationship with Jesus nearly a year ago, and at that point, I didn't even know that Lorraine and Steve were Christians. <laughs> I'd known them for years. Um, myself together. I was introduced to Lifeline in January and I've never felt so warmly welcomed and accepted as I instantly felt at that moment. My children too felt the embrace and it brought us all here. So I'm truly thankful for all of you who have introduced yourselves and those who have pursued getting to know us. And welcomed us into your homes. The generosity and friendship that you have shown. And the prayers and support for myself and my children. I really wish I could name you all. But you do know who you all are. So I don't need to. Um, God's grace and provision has been bountiful. And overwhelming to me on this journey. And I can't wait to find out what he has in store for me from here on. Brilliant. Very exciting.